Hey guys, welcome to Truth in the Trenches. I'm your host, Rebecca Spooner from Hip Homeschooling, and this is a weekly podcast from my chaos to yours. I'll be sharing homeschool tips, parenting stories, and faith-based encouragement for Christian moms. This podcast will be far from perfect, and that's my goal, to keep it real, to be authentic, and to share tidbits of truth from the trenches of motherhood. Managing it all. I would say this is probably the most common question that I get asked on my blog. How do I manage all the different aspects of homemaking and homeschooling in my life? How do I manage a blog? How do I manage work? How do I manage keeping up with, you know, laundry and cleaning and still having time for myself and not losing my sanity? And I think that this is probably a very common, um, a very common difficulty with homeschooling. In fact, I would even say that it's probably the most difficult aspect of homeschooling. The problem comes when you're trying to manage homeschooling, which on its own has its different challenges and struggles. And add to that, most of us have multiple age groups we're working with. Add to that that most of us have very young children too that might not be in school age yet. You know, a toddler hanging on our legs or a preschooler who really wants to do school and, you know, is always vying for our attention. Or maybe a baby or a toddler. Whatever your situation looks like, this can be hugely challenging because it's all added on top of homeschooling. Okay, on top of all of that, We have our houses, we have cleaning, we have cooking, we have laundry, the things that never ever stop, right? Just the typical parts of of being a homemaker and being a mom. On top of that, we have a husband that needs us. I don't know about your husband, but when my husband comes home, he needs me. He needs some time with me. I need to not be on my computer or spending all my time planning my lessons or cleaning up or dealing with kids. I need to devote a certain amount of time to my marriage and to my husband every single day. At the end of all of that, which usually takes every single second that I have, I still have myself. I still have myself that I'm supposed to be caring for. You know, I want time to read my Bible. I want time to do journaling or have a bath or read a book, whatever I may want to do, some time just to reflect, to calm down, to find a creative outlet and just just feel like I'm investing into myself a little bit, that I'm still a person apart from being a homeschool mom and a wife and a homemaker. I also am a blogger and I blog a lot. I work a lot, a lot, a lot. I coach clients on how to blog. And so that whole side of my life takes a huge chunk of my day as well. So it might be looking somewhat impossible to manage it all. And maybe you're feeling like that. Maybe you're feeling like this is impossible. Like I do not know how to do this. I'm failing 
I, I'm not able to manage it. And you guys, here is the thing. Those moms that you see on Pinterest, those moms that you see on social media or your friends on Facebook that are posting the great highlights of their day, that's exactly what they're posting. They're posting in their busy, chaotic mess of a week, the one moment that was beautiful or the one moment that was even, I'm going to say it, staged. Okay, I'm not saying they're all staging them. Bloggers for sure are staging them. Most of those pictures you're seeing aren't even real. They're stock photos that we've went and purchased. So here's a little insider tip. What you're seeing on Pinterest, what you're seeing bloggers blog about and all this inspiration and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I must totally be a failure because I can't do that. Well, they probably aren't either. They're probably sitting in their pajamas trying to blog and work and put this all together to inspire other people. So social media kind of shoots us in the foot a little bit because we all feel like we're so alone, even though it's, it's totally an anomaly because social media is supposed to bring us together. But we feel like we're so alone because no one is going to understand our chaos, our messy house, the fact that we don't have it all together. But the reality is I can almost guarantee you that most of us do not have it all together. I don't think anybody has it all together all the time. No one does. We're imperfect people. We make mistakes. We have seasons in our life where things go really well. And we have seasons in our life where it's just a mess. And as you're in survival mode, I mean, you're just trying to get through the day. And sometimes there's no way out of that. If you've just had a baby or if you're in a difficult season or you're going through marriage troubles or whatever may be happening in your life, sometimes there's no way around that, you guys. Sometimes the only thing we can do is pray and just survive. Survive. And that's okay. And I think sometimes when we're in those seasons, we need to acknowledge them as seasons. And instead of trying to read every self-help book and every blog post that we can find and get inspiration everywhere, which really only make us feel more like a failure, we need to just think, okay, you know what? This is a season and I'm going to accept it. I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to look for ways that I can get out of this and I'm going to try. But in this season, I'm also not going to, you know, be desperate or feel like this. I'm not going to allow myself to be discouraged or down on myself or feel like a failure because this is my life right now. This is my season. For me, going back to real life here, for me, I am in a season of quite a bit of chaos. <laughs> totally honest, I'm in a season of quite a bit of chaos. I have young children and I know that. I know that I have young children and as my kids get older, I don't care what people tell me, it will get easier. And I can say that because I grew up in kind of a, my family was very spaced out with ages. So there was four of us very close together, my siblings, my brothers and sisters. When I was 11, I had another brother. My parents had a surprise. And when I was 16, I had another sister. So I know that I mean, I talked with my mom. I was 16. I talked with her. I know that life with teenagers, although it has totally different challenges and totally different concerns and worries, and in some ways can be more, I think, mentally exhausting, um, life with little kids is crazy crazy. It's chaotic. They need you to wipe their bums. They need you to pour them milk. They need you to do up their dress. They need you to, uh, like, it's, it's, 
endless. They need you to tie their shoes. They need you to do absolutely everything for them at every given second. Multiply for me times five. They need me to read them this assignment. They need help with this. While I'm dealing with this child, I've got three other ones that are all calling my name at the same time. It's chaos. It's chaos. And when I add all the different elements of my life, I've got, you know, cleaning to do while I'm trying to manage children doing chores, while I'm trying to do this, while I've got blogging that I'm kind of half doing on the side. Meanwhile, we're trying to do school, so I'm getting that one started on math, but that one needs me. I mean, I wish you could just get a, a, a real glimpse and see how imperfect my days are because they are so imperfect. We have good days, but they're never everything all together. And I want to let that sit for a second because I think that this is it. I think that when you're dealing with so many different facets of your life that you are never going to have a day where everything is 100% because how can it be? How can everything in your life be 100%? You're a 100% mom where you are just so focused on your kids, on their character, on where they're at. Okay, where are they really feeling when they're having that fight? What's really going? Let's get deep. Let's just get deep. Okay, so 100% mom. While you're being a 100% homemaker cleaner, I'm just going to have this perfect, beautiful house. I wish that were me. It is not. But, you know, you can't be doing 100% that because that in itself, in my home anyway, is a full-time job. While you're being 100% amazing homeschool mom, like I'm talking Latin, I'm talking you're doing every subject times like four, you're fitting in every extracurricular, you're taking them to co-ops and you're doing it all and you're rocking it. While... You're this home chef. I'm talking three-course meals for breakfast. You're meal planning. You are couponing. You are saving your family money. You are making beautiful dinners. Your husband comes home to this beautiful meal every single night. You never have cereal for dinner because that's just, no. So that's 100%, you know, putting everything into your meals and cooking and baking for your family and and doing all those things that we all want to do while, wait, because that's not the end of our lives. You're giving 100% to your husband, which means you're texting him, you're thinking about him during the day, you're praying for him, you're waking up early when he's going to work and spending time with him, you're spending time with him in the evenings, you're putting everything aside and just focusing on your marriage and finding creative ways that you can connect with your spouse. Wait a second, don't forget, you still have yourself. So let's give 100% to self-care, So let's make sure that every day you're getting an hour of exercise. Every single day you are investing in yourself emotionally and spiritually. I I hope you're sensing a little bit of my sarcasm here because it's impossible. This, this, what I have just described is impossible. You cannot give 100% of yourself to every facet of your life. And I even took blogging out of that. You can't, you guys. So what's going to happen is you're going to have a day where you rock homeschooling and your house is relatively clean. And that's a great day. Meanwhile, you probably haven't invested really any time in yourself and your husband might not see you a whole lot. But that's okay because you had an awesome day of homeschooling and you cleaned your house. 
But now you need to balance it out a little bit. So the next day, maybe homeschooling is kind of a write-off, but you're working on meals, you're baking a whole bunch of bread to last you for the whole week, and you're relaxing a little bit more, you have a little bit more of connection with your kids, you go out, do some adventuring, and that evening you spend some time with your hubby and you just kind of disconnect from social media or whatever, and you invest. So now you're balancing it out. Is every single day you're fitting everything in? No. No one, you can't be a master of everything. You can do a lot of things, but you're not going to do them all very well. You can't. It's just we have a limited amount of time, a limited amount of energy, and you just can't do it all. And we have taken on a lot. So if you're a homeschool mom that is feeling like you're failing, I hope that if nothing else right now, you feel like me, I'm a professional homeschooler because I blog about it, that if I'm falling apart at the seams, that it's okay if you are too. I hope that you realize that me too, coming from a homeschool family, I was homeschooled growing up, that this is the way that it works. This is the way it works, you guys. You're going to have your on days. You're going to have your off days. And if you're having an off day, stop forcing it and just own it. Just say, you know what? This day homeschooling is just not going to happen because my house is such a mess and I can't even concentrate and I'm impatient and I'm frustrated with my kids. And I know it all comes back to the fact that my house is a sty and every room I go in, I'm like stepping over toys and I'm just angry and I need to deal with this mess in my life so that I can really be a good homeschool mom. Then stop and deal with that mess in your life. And then the next day, you're gonna be a really good homeschool mom. Or maybe you find that, yeah, you've been having cereal because you're exhausted and you can't, you need a rest day where you can just cook and enjoy your day and stock up on some stuff. Maybe go grocery shopping for your family because that's like a full-time job right there. I hate grocery shopping. Maybe you need to have a day like that where you're kind of resting. Homeschooling does not have to be school where you're doing nine to three o'clock in the afternoon, clocking in, clocking out. That's the whole beauty of homeschooling. Your kids are in their learning environment 24-7. So you can add in school on a weekend. You can do school in an evening. It can look however you want it to be. And honestly, kids do not need five days of school, six hours every day. They don't. So if you're feeling that kind of pressure right now, just take it off your shoulders because they don't. They really don't. If you look at what they're doing in school, aside from bookwork, like half, at least half of the time that they are spent is socializing. Don't have this picture in your head that your kids, the kids that go to school or your kids before if they were in school, were getting this amazing education with all of this time investment and you're just, wow, we only did three hours of school. Three hours of school is probably on par with what they're doing in school. So if you fit in three hours of school, you're you're rocking it. You had a great homeschool day. So all of this to say, the question was, how do you manage it all? And I guess that my answer is very divided. (laughs) It's very divided. I manage it all and I manage it all in stages. And sometimes I just need to focus on work and blogging. And then another day I really focus on education and my house falls apart. So then another day I clean and that's all I do because I can't, I cannot function in that environment. And another day we go off adventuring and we call it our unschooling days. And that's all that we do. And maybe we read some poetry or we do some tea time at the, at the beach or we do a free ride or, you know, we do a little bit of math for the morning. I try to fit that in every day. The kids, cause it's, it's really easy for them to do it's like 15 minutes so they might do their math and we'll try to fit in like reading writing type of thing but aside from that 
I really do. I'm very flexible in what do I need today? Do I need to invest in myself? Do I need to work on my blog? Is that a priority right now? Because I've got deadlines. Do I need to just, you know, yeah, spend time with my husband or just really connect with my kids and have a fun adventuring type day? So I hope that this took some of the pressure off. I hope this opens your eyes. If you are new to homeschooling and you're looking on Pinterest and social media and you are trying to keep up with what everyone else you think everyone else is doing because most of them are not. And if they are, that's because that is all their focus is on. And that's okay. Like I said, you guys, there's seasons in our life. There's seasons in my life. As my kids get older, I really do hope to be able to do that. So sometimes I think we just, it's about shifting our perspective. It's about opening our eyes to see what school kids are doing, what age our kids are, where they're at with things, where we're at, and being flexible and taking off some of that pressure that we put on ourselves because we are just putting that on our kids. You know that. You're just taking all that pressure and frustration and intensity that you are feeling and you're putting that on to your kids and your homeschooling experience is not going to be fun. So instead of trying to do it all, mom, I want you to try to do well what you need to do today. What do you need to do today? Make yourself a little list, your top three. This is my top three, what I need to do today. I know I need to do it for myself, for my kids. I know this is my top three today. And it's probably going to change every day. And that's the beauty of it. It can. Make yourself a top three. Focus on those. Focus on doing those well. And the rest, if it works, awesome. And if it doesn't, it's okay. At least you have done what is the most important for you for that day. Thanks for taking time out of your busy, busy, busy day to listen to Truth in the Trenches. I hope you guys found it helpful and I cannot wait to see you next week. Talk to you later.